5G technology means many things to many people. There are a lot of theories on how it will impact the everyday lives of consumers and businesses. While many experts argue that 5G will revolutionize the way we shop, the skeptics question how retailers will see any real benefits from 5G. Hi guys, this is your host Ashish Jain from Kairos Pulse and you're listening to the Alignment Podcast where we go beyond the buzzwords and connect the dots between technology, its business impact and challenges in a way that is both accessible and thought-provoking. Our guest today, David Stumwasser, is an expert in virtual and augmented reality solutions and head of product and commercialization at Verizon's XR Lab. Join us as he decodes the innumerable possibilities that 5G technology, edge computing and augmented reality hold for us while we also try to help enterprise CIOs align the what with the why and how these technologies can create a business impact. So here we go. David, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So why don't you talk us a little bit about what is XR Labs and what does XR really mean? Sure. So the organization that I'm a part of, we originally started by developing a streaming platform for developing augmented and virtual reality experiences. And then as we saw that 5G was coming more to the forefront and that there was going to be this incredible bandwidth available to customers, low latency, the ability to have more users in a given cell sector compared to 4G, we started looking to ways that we can now deliver these high fidelity experiences on mobile devices. So one of the first things we started looking at is what's the most critical piece needed for delivering high graphics AR and VR? And that was the GPU. So we started looking for ways that we could offload GPU compute from mobile devices and moving it into the network. This led us to some breakthroughs on ways that we could slice a GPU for a scalable architecture, as well as how we can deliver, start delivering these AR, VR graphics and applications on lower powered devices. Okay, uh, that sounds pretty cool. A lot of people, you know, if I'm, a, if I'm an enterprise mm-hmm. talking about 5G and looking into 5G, right? So some of the industry gaps where we see there's an alignment gap between, you know, what the vendor community, the technology community, the service providers, we're all talking about 5G from a perspective of, you know, bandwidth. We're talking from a perspective of what cool technologies like graphics and computer vision and, you know, DSPs, edge computing and all of that can do. How does it bring out some new applications? But if I am a retailer trying to talk about my digital transformation strategy, which is another buzzword in the market, right? Most businesses are looking into how they enhance their customer experience or they improve the productivity of their staff on the floor or even have, you know, automation aspect built into their experiences, whether it's a retail, whether it's, you know, manufacturing, whether it's healthcare, there's so many different verticals where, you know, augmented reality and things like are being talked about. Can you help me connect the dot between, you know, what as an enterprise business person or as an enterprise CIO, why should I care about 5G or AR and how does 5G and R make a difference for me? First use case that I can give you in the retail space is one of the demos that we're showing here at Mobile World Congress 
it's a retail shopping demo where you have different food products that are on the shelf. And in today's world, everyone knows someone that has a different food allergy, whether it's a gluten allergy, a dairy allergy, peanut allergy. You may want products that are low in sodium, low sugar, low fat content, whatever the case may be. The idea between ha by having a edge-based computer vision system is that you can now start tracking and recognizing hundreds of thousands of objects simultaneously, which isn't possible on a smartphone today. So we built within our application the idea that I as a user could go in and if I want to know everything that's on the shelf that, ha that contains peanuts, I select the peanut option and all of the tracking is being done on the network. And then that's just the, the impact to me as a consumer. From the retail perspective, now you can start gaining analytics by who picked up a product, how long they looked at it for. Do I want to offer them a discount on the product if I see that they continu continually purchase it? It can feed back into my supply chain so that I know when things are being bought on the shelf, now I know that I need to go restock the shelf to keep my uh, inventory always up to date. It also provides the capability for retailers to have pop-up events. So no longer would you have to worry about shipping truckloads of products for an event that you want to have. You could have a single product in a location and then you could just drop ship it to your customers. So your customers don't have to worry about carrying a product out with them that they would feel safer about having transported by a professional shipping service. So there's a lot of different aspects that you can use, and then it's transferable to multiple different verticals, whether it's healthcare, education, sports and entertainment, tourism. I mean, the possibilities are really endless on how you could use this. That's great. So you, may, you said something which caught my attention. You said the use of edge computing-based computer vision, which was not possible in smartphones before. So how... Is it possible now? And what does what role does 5G play in it? So the challenge with augmented reality on smartphones today is that there's a minimum amount of image that is needed to do actual recognition. And then you are bound by the amount of memory that a device has and the processing power that it has on how many targets you can track simultaneously as well as target overall. So in the edge solution that we developed, we've been able to target over 100,000 objects simultaneously, track and render all of them. And it's based upon the quality of the video feed that's coming from the device into the server. But the amount of compute that would be needed to go through the neural net to identify all of those, is, it's just not possible on the phone. So you can deliver some level of AR on a phone by itself, but now when you throw 5G into the mix and you have this low latency and this big fat pipe to get the data from the phone to the server and back almost instantly, you exponentially grow the number of items that you can track at a time. That's pretty interesting. So you're saying when a user is actually looking at an object, let's say in a retail, I'm looking at a, you talked about allergies, I'm trying to buy a, a cereal, a box of cereal, I'm looking at a cereal box and pointing my phone or wearing kind of a smart glass, looking at that object, you're instantly able to transfer that image to an edge compute right. server yes. and respond back with an AR overlay on top of it with the information about the allergies. Correct. So, and then 
who's delivering the information in the overlay, whether it's the supermarket that's selling the product, whether it's the manufacturer of the product, those are still things that need to, like, it, depending upon who develops the app and where it resides, all of that is completely customizable. But yeah, the, the key thing there is that the device, when you think about it in terms of a video screen that the person, the end user is looking at, there is a finite real estate on what can be displayed in the, in the viewfinder, but a high-powered server can analyze that same view screen with much more accuracy than a smartphone or a pair of smart glasses. Very cool. And, and why was this not possible with, let's say, the existing cellular technologies that are out there like 4G or, you know, businesses have invested in Wi-Fi in their, you know, outlets. Why could someone not do this using the existing technology? So with 4G, there is inherent latency on the radio network that there isn't on 5G. It's not that it couldn't be done. It just wouldn't be a good user experience. So for what we're doing with computer vision, we're operating at about 30 frames per second, which means you need to get a frame from phone to server and back to phone in under 20 milliseconds. And without that kind of latency, you could run into an issue where if you're walking through a supermarket, you need to have the overlay come up on top of something as soon as you're looking at it. People go through, you zip up and down different aisles. And if a store potentially wants to offer a sale item on it, if it doesn't happen in the blink of an eye, it's not going to be impactful for their business and it's not going to be impactful for you as a customer. It's a very cool technology, by the way. And thank you for, for an enterprise or a business to adopt something like this. What is their role in it? I know you talked about the content can be you know, created by, these, by the supermarket themselves in terms of the allergens and, and things like that. But beside the content creation of that overlay, in kind of consuming this technology and you know, adopting it in their stores, what is their role? So they are the, the enterprise would need their own application. So we're going to provide APIs on how you can communicate with our services that would run on the edge network and how you would communicate with the equipment that we're putting out there. So things that we're looking at are ways that you can either leverage APIs that we are developing here at Verizon or ways that you could develop your own API that we could distribute into the network to make available to, to you. That's really the, the main role of the enterprise is to know what service that they're going to want to use and create the content that's associated to it. And then we do all the matchmaking to tie the experiences together and distributing it out to their customers when they're on our network. So one last question. I know a lot of businesses are, you know, they, when they look at, especially CIOs or the ID managers or even the business people, right, they, when they look at, you know, applications, there is a fundamental alignment gap I see is how they look at technologies that they need to bring in into their ecosystem to make new applications possible, Right. Do you think the businesses are able to understand the value that the 5G bring to them? And if not, what do you think that needs to be done for them to really understand? What is your message to them? I think that they do understand how important this could be for them, especially when you talk about for CIOs that want to try to limit the amount of hardware that they're going to have to put to service their, their enterprises. 
but with the scalable architecture that we've built, now you can re reduce the footprint of the equipment that you need in a data center to serve your customers. And as we continue to reduce the amount of virtual memory that you would need to run specific instances, it keeps growing the number of users that you can support. So as they start seeing that now they can buy, like you, you're not going to necessarily need to buy the $1,500 smartphone for all of your employees to deliver the same applications that you could on potentially just a visual display that has a 5G modem in it and a camera. And now you can start driving down costs for supporting your business as well, but still delivering the same quality of experience to them. Very nice. One last thing, I know I said one last thing last time, but I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a kind of a three things that are coming together to make this possible, which is, you know, the network, the 5G, the edge compute, and augmented reality. You think this is kind of a combination that will actually make 5G successful or the, the real, bring out the real values of 5G out in the market? I really do think that not just extended reality, but the ability to start the cloud infrastructure is there and everyone sees the benefit of having the cloud. And one of the things is, is that the, the edge is just an extension of that. So as you start moving closer to your end users, you can deliver richer experiences, but it doesn't completely negate the need for the cloud, like the cloud infrastructure that's there. So there are infinite number of use cases that you need. There's quantum computing coming out now and you're starting to talk about all these high, higher order applications that need to be run. But who knows, maybe one day all of that power could be harnessed in a phone. I know people didn't think that smartphones today would be able to capable of doing what they are. But this is a way that we can stop looking at the need to put more power into a device and you can drive it through an entire network and an ecosystem. That's amazing. And I think we have kind of what I call it the boomerang effect is when we started down at the edge, we came back to the cloud, and now we are finding somewhere in the middle, which is yeah. called, called an edge. It's, if you draw it out, it looks like a boomerang, and yeah. it's like a true boomerang effect of bringing a technology and the experience to the market. I think hope is there. Yeah, can't yeah. wait to see what the future holds. <laughs> Absolutely, thank you, David. It yeah. was a great conversation. Thanks for I having me. Show. Thank you. So there you have it, guys. Thanks for listening to the Alignment Podcast, where we align the what with the how and why. Many thanks to David Scrumvazer for his insights and perspectives. And I hope this conversation gave you some realistic perspectives on the impact emerging 5G and augmented reality technologies will have on businesses and our everyday lives. Take a moment to subscribe to the Alignment Podcast series so we can keep delivering exciting conversations and real-world stories straight to your inbox. Send your suggestions, questions, and feedback to me at ashish.jain at or reach me on LinkedIn.